This is Daisen Shubix, the podcast, episode 262, for the week of June 19th, 2011. Hey, hey there, welcome to Daisen Shubix, the podcast and extension yet again this week of two all encompassing Dragon Ball fan sites. Out here in New Jersey, we got Daisen Shubix. And we have Constantai out in the middle of the country. Two of us. Somewhere. Two cool dudes. We cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and little bit of entertaining. My name is Mike. Sometimes I go by Vichito EX. And it is my pleasure to speak into your ears each and every week about this wonderful Dragon Ball franchise. Joining me yet again by way of Constantai Heath, Mr. Hujio. Welcome to the show, sir. It is I. I am here. Ta-da. I don't know how else to be, you know, you took the whole sexual route and I'm kind of uncomfortable now and I don't know what to do. I took the sexual route. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, you're like talking into people's ears. Oh, I see. Come on, Mike. <laughs> Heath likes it in the ear. We've learned more about you <laughs> in the first one minute of the show than I think anyone ever wanted to know. And it's oral. It's only taking, you know, how many years? I think you were just about to say it's oral, but you, you screwed that up a little bit. Uh, no. All right. All right. Family show. Let us continue on. Good to have you with us, as always. It's uh. Thanks for having me. It's good to talk about it's, Dragon Ball It's with always you. great to be on. I got nothing else to do. I literally drove home from work, made a sandwich real quick, sat down, and now we're talking. And yeah. That's how our day goes. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's a Monday night, usually nothing going on. We are yeah. a little bit delayed doing the show. Uh, as I said last time, there's going to be a little bit of in and out of town. So we're recording it late and it's going to be going up late this week. But we got a show for you nonetheless. Mr. Hujio, sir, you and I, we're going to talk about the news and then we're going to skip ahead to a topic segment that I will be recording in a little bit with our buddy Mark from the Fanboy Review. We have Anime Expo coming up in, I think, just under two weeks. And Otakon's yep. about a month away. So I figured it was a good time to catch up yet again. We've uh, been doing this the last couple of years. We uh, figure out what Funimation might be doing with the Dragon Ball franchise because this summer convention season is the time for big announcements. So Mark and I are going to talk about what we may or may not be anticipating from Funimation in terms of announcements for the Dragon Ball franchise this year. We'll do that topic. You will rejoin me. We'll do a release i think there's just one thing coming out so that means people have to buy it that's right i think a lot of people already do have it because right stuff i'm sure as always sending stuff out early and then we get a couple emails so we got a jam-packed episode you and i have a lot of news to talk about I'm actually really glad we're uh delayed till monday evening recording this exactly that's why i was gonna say you know, Father's Day, thank you, because <laughs> you saved us for Monday. That's right. I, I don't say I hate it, but it always does kind of suck a little bit. You put out a podcast episode because we do it on a weekly schedule. So if there's a big news story that comes out the day after the episode comes out, in terms of internet time, it feels, quote, old, unquote, by the time we get around to it the following week. So uh, Although sometimes you get a bunch of additional information that goes along with it. So sometimes it's kind of nice, but yeah, yeah. you, you kind of want to be right right there when it happens. And I would say that um, that applies to one of the news stories we're going to cover. Had we done it a day or so ago, we would have had half the story. And now that V-Jump is out, we got the full story. So I guess we should just jump into the news. You ready, dude? I'm ready. Funimation has a home release announcement that just came out. And as everybody anticipated, Dragon Box 7 is coming out September 13th. It will contain episodes 251 through 291, and this is the final Dragon Box, so people should go get it. 
support it. And along with that, we also found out that Dragon Ball Kai, Dragon Ball Z Kai Part 6, as it's known in the U.S., is also coming out on September 13th, and that will contain episodes 66 through 77. And along with it, uh, shortly after, I know you posted on Daisenshu EX, the box art came out almost immediately. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually kind of thing where we get word of it, and then within a couple hours, we get a, a full source on the yeah. news credit. So we have Dragon Box 7 is Super Saiyan Son Goku. Yep. And Kai Part 6 is Vegeta beating the crap out of Second Form Cell. So 77 takes us up through around that part of the Cell arc? I would assume so. Almost. It's like, I think that scene actually is in episode 79, <laughs> something <laughs> so, like that. It's another one of those where the cover art doesn't quite reflect the contents. It's coming up. It's like an anticipation sort of thing. And that's always one of those minor. Annoyance isn't the right word, but it's kind of like, oh, yeah. You just missed it there, guys. Well, to be fair, I think this set, that's what, 11 episodes, and usually they've been doing 13. So maybe when they did the box art for this, they were anticipating doing 13 episodes, and later on it got cut. So if, like you said, that was 79, that would have made sense for what may have been the original episode count. Wasn't it 12 episodes? Well, the 66 through 77 would be 12 Oh, for episodes. this one. Yeah, that would be 12. Yeah. Okay. And I think, yeah, all the other ones have been 13. Well, anyway, more stuff coming from Funimation. Man, the Dragon Boxes, it feels like yesterday that i was at that Oticon announcement and here we are coming it's, up this year it's been i don't want to say slow it feels slow but at the same time it feels so fast it really it's kind does. of really mixed because you want them as fast as you can get your hands on them but you want it to be slow and nice and drawn out <laughs> and you can enjoy yep. getting the dragon boxes i know i know it's been weird but it's we couldn't have asked for much more for the dbz tv series in particular anyway no. so that's good. All right, let's talk some video game news. This is a weird story. You wouldn't think it's Dragon Ball related at first, but it is. The video game developer Game Republic is apparently shut down out of nowhere. Now, these guys worked on the Dragon Ball DS games. They did one and two, which we got out here as Origins. Uh, that was actually back when Atari was still putting them out. Then Origins 2, Namka Bandai put out on their own. More recently, they actually put out Dragon Ball Kai Ultimate Butoden on the Nintendo DS over in Japan. Japan that never came out outside Japan. So they worked on uh, the series a little bit over the last few years. They also had some other, I call them critical darlings. You know, Majin and the Forsaken Kingdom got, I don't know how to describe the reviews on that game. Some people really, really liked it and others really couldn't get into it. I think due to the backtracking and the, what sounds like the abysmal English voice acting. That's uh, one on my pile of shame that they got to get to at some point. But anyway, on the 16th, Gaming Blog started reporting that the developer's website was shut down and indeed it was not responding and additionally their office in tokyo was closed now along with all these stories was the kind of great i don't know what to call it just their basis for what they think is going on founder yoshiki okamoto had racked up some pretty significant debt so uh i think people are assuming yakuza related at this point isn't this a crazy story this is just one of those things you never see coming and Apparently nobody did. No, it was overnight. It was like, they exist, and I forget which uh, Japanese gaming blog it was. Don't they make movies about these sort of things? Yes, yes, they do. I don't know what to make of this. What's really a shame is Ultimate Butoden. I mean, we've been talking about how it seemed like it was not coming out outside Japan. At this point, I mean, <laughs> if the entire company is just up and left and no one can be tracked down, I think uh, shit out of luck over here, right? I would imagine so, unless... 
you know, somebody gets a hold of the original and they can do something with it. I I have no idea. This is a crazy story. Did you play any of the uh, Dragon Ball DS games by any chance? I played a few, not a whole lot, not in depth like other people I know. All right. Want to see if you had any thoughts on their stuff, but... Whatever. Mike's got to be the resident game expert. It's cool. You it's have cool. to be. So this is where the news started to get really fun. Yeah, yeah. So let me let me do the easy stuff, and then I'll give you the bigger story. Related to other stuff that was going on, we had some Dragon Ball Heroes updates. There was a promo image on the V-Jump website, and if you don't know, V-Jump is another offshoot of the Jump brand in Japan. You've got your weekly Shonen Jump. Uh, V-Jump is their video game magazine. Uh, the website showcased cards of of Goku, Gohan, and then a blacked out secret card for the Dragon Ball Heroes game. This is the latest card-based arcade game. Oh my gosh, what could it be? What could it be? <laughs> Isn't Bardock on that image anyway? Yes, he is. He's so, like right next to it. The, so. the image has Bardock, Goku, and Gohan, and then the cards are Goku, Gohan, and who could it be? It was a Bardock card, but it was later revealed, I think on a K-17 put up a screenshot from a TV show that it was revealed. Super Cyan Bardock. It actually says V-Jump infomercial. Oh, geez. Just up in the corner. So <laughs> That's awful. Man, so... Like, I guess that's how they announce things over there. We're going to make this infomercial and show people a card. You know what? More power to them if that's how they want to do it. You know, that doesn't seem like any, you know, waste of money happening right there. No, no, not at all. Especially Dragon Ball on a downward spiral. Waste of money. Yeah. Marketing. Heath, what do you think? Super Cyan Bardock. This is the latest in a string of characters receiving transformations they never got started a couple of years ago in dragon battlers with super saiyan 3 broly yes. which of course uh transferred over into the first raging blast game and fanboys weeped yeah, I think everyone weeped, not even fanboys. The next year, yeah. we got Super Saiyan 3 over on Vegeta. Same thing. Vegeta was Dragon Battlers as well, right? Yes. And then it got into Raging Blast 2. So here we go this year. The new game is Dragon Ball Heroes, and it looks like Super Saiyan Bardock is going to be making an appearance. Well, and we had Super Saiyan 3 Trunks. Oh, geez, I totally forgot about that. Which was also from, you know, came out in Dragon Ball Heroes. Right, that was relatively recently. So each one has had two so far. Man, all right, what do you think about this? First reaction, didn't really care, didn't really (laughs) like it. Second reaction, once the news we're about to talk about came out, I like it a little more. It makes more sense. Because there's actually a backstory. Right. All right. Why don't you get into this? Let's start with uh, where we left the story last week. All right. So last week we had our bit of what we all sort of called non-news and we discussed it and we left it at the point of if you're going to report news, make sure you're reporting what's actually stated. If you're going to make an assumption of somebody doing something, you should probably note you're making an assumption. Now, Heath, I actually want to give you I want to give you a little bit of credit on this because I actually saw a snide comment somewhere about this about, oh, didn't believe it. But look what happened now. The original image that surfaced did not have Naho Oishi's name in that image. There was some kind of thing about some kind of project manga Dragon Ball Heroes soon to be revealed V jump. Her name was not in that picture, and I really got to give you credit for sticking by, look, her name is not here. We don't know what it is, but her name's not there. Yeah, and that's basically what we came down to last time. If you listened to the last podcast, we did end with it basically saying, okay, yes, something is coming out. It may or may not be coming out, but here's what we do know. Her name is nowhere on there, and you can't just go around saying she's doing this without any sort of proof. That's what I was sticking to. 
to be fair, it would make sense for her to be doing it. But again, like I said, I really got to give you credit mm. for sticking to your guns on that. It's kind of a 50-50 sort of thing. I mean, you can't say she's going to be doing it because the only she's only done a couple things. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. she's not the only one that's drawn, you know, manga f- of Dragon Ball for V-Jump in the past. Fair so, point. Because I, I, there was one thing I wanted to, to note. Okay. But it was, uh, somebody brought it up, you know, I, I've seen it all over the internet of saying that, oh, Ishii did the Ginyu Tokusentai kind of parody. Oh, right, right. In V-Jump. And those are not actually done by her. So I'm not sure where that got spread around, but I have a couple issues myself. And it actually lists illustration and logo done by some other lady uh tamano rishiko so her name is listed nowhere for those onio tokusentai gadget comics so let's bring it up to today where do we stand with this news so with this news we finally found out uh through the v jump site that she would be doing some sort of manga it wasn't specific on what it would be about but it was accompanied by a picture of bardock so (laughs) Again, they're they're kind of throwing stuff out there, but not actually saying anything. And then the second development was the release of the actual V-Jump issue. Uh, it's the August version, but it comes out in June. They're really behind over there all the time. It's always two months difference, basically, between the, the release date and what the actual issue is. Right. But from there, we found out from our Japanese friend, Peking Duck, that uh, that's what it was. You know, Super Saiyan Bardock three-part manga special, whatever you want to call it. So now we have something called the episode of Bardock. (laughs) And it's yeah. by Naho Oishi. So it's kind of like, hmm, what is this thing? So I think it'll be interesting to see who picks up a copy first and right. maybe we can review <laughs> it and do whatnot with it. I know. Now I'm like, ugh, I gotta go to New York. I gotta start buying V-Jump for the next three months. And if you could buy two copies and I still need Psycho Jump. Oh, I know. Psycho. We still gotta get Psycho Jump uh, <laughs> 2 at some point. Man. Anyway, so he posts up a lot of uh, nice pictures, kind of went through explained what everything was so thanks to him for really giving us the the scoop on this yeah yeah it's good to get um actual information from japan from someone who speaks japanese and can uh, get some legitimate information out there i don't know how i feel about this we get a, a three-part short about bardock what if storyline i mean her stuff has just not been that i'll say it has not been that good it's been okay it's kind of cute and yeah it's her own spin on the style but i have to agree with that the only difference i see so far is just looking at the title page mm-hmm. it looks like things are drawn differently from what she's done before yeah it so seems to me a little bit more it, it looks more serious it looks and i know that that image of frieza that she draws in the background Mm -hmm. you can see that a lot of places so you know it's pretty easy to mimic that and you can tell her bardock is just a little bit different but overall i think it looks pretty good now is it going to be good based on past experience it's probably not going to be great i can tell you that (laughs) yeah yeah i mean it's a three-parter we'll hold out and see what she can do over the span of three parts to the story and with her own definite what if as opposed to we don't really know with the sd chapters Ah, hey there may be a third one who knows well let's leave that behind for now i guess we'll attack it when uh, we actually get our hands on episode of bardock uh we got a couple last stories why don't you uh one last bit about bardock keith 
Go right in. So along with all this news, there was a, a little blurb that was inserted following the chapter, and it basically said, hey, guess what? We're going to release the Bardock and Trunks TV specials on individual DVDs in Japan. Now, previously, those have only ever been available in Japan as exclusive extras on the two Dragon Ball Z Dragon Boxes that came out in 2003. There have never been individual releases of those, so the only way to own them is to buy a giant $100,000 box. Not $100,000, $100,000 yen. I'm, I'm, I'm inflation, man. Oh, all right. It's, it's going up. <laughs> so these two individual DVDs are going to be released together, you know, separately, simultaneously, on August 5th for a thousand yen a piece. That's actually pretty so cheap. It, for DVDs, it's not that bad. I can't even remember, was it 1200 yen for the movies? And these are somewhat this a little bit shorter than no i think the movies were more expensive than that i think they were 2800 i'm not sure yeah so i think it's a pretty good deal i mean for us it right now it's about 1250 which you know you can't really beat that especially for the quality now the other thing is we don't really have any word on the dragon ball gt tv special uh, the original plan to eradicate the science, uh, any of the other bonus material that was included uh, on any of the Dragon Boxes. But for now, I think we can live with just getting these two because this, these are the two that most everyone wanted. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I just double-checked. The movies were 2,800 yen a piece, so this is a pretty significant Holy discount. Holy crap. So... Yeah, this is, you know, something that either a lot of people are going to import these or hopefully we get some sort of announcement that Funimation also has this. Well, that's an important point to make because um, because they've never been released in Japan on a home format. There may have been concerns over reverse importation of Dragon Box Masters of these. We had the, uh, the double feature versions. Those were unfortunately cropped. Remember that the TV specials were always mm. intended to be four by three on uh, standard def TV. So those got cropped and remastered from the shitty masters that Funimation had, unlike the movies, which they could do a better job with, with better film masters. So maybe this will tie into something that Mark and I will talk about a little later on. Keith, from um, the little blurb here, does this seem to be like just a general, normal retail release, not like the... Jump Super Anime Tour special where it's an exclusive short period of time? It doesn't really say, but okay. from what it seems, it it's being released by Shueisha. They're the only major company affiliated with Dragon Ball that's listed. Okay. And it's it's listed under the Jump Super Heroes Dragon Ball Z Special Selection DVD. Um, but from what it looks like, it's actually going to be retail, not something that you have to order through the magazine. Okay, that would be pretty good. But that all could change. Right, right. Well, I guess we'll keep our eye on that and see if it starts popping up on uh, any retailers. So that's pretty good news. Yeah. Good to see those finally coming out. It's been, oh my God, 2003 until now. Yeah. Jeez. Which was weird because then they went through the whole span of releasing all the individual discs from the Dragon Box. Right. And it got to the end. And that was in 2000, early 2007 was when those finally got done. And everyone's like, are they going to, are they going to? And then nothing ha ever came from it. In fact, it was actually hinted at on their DVD blog back in the day. Oh, was it really? And yeah, huh, I don't remember they said, that. oh, there might be something coming. But I, that was in 2009. <laughs> we sort of gave up hope. Coincidentally, 2007 was the peak of uh, Dragon Ball merchandise. 
merchandise sales in Japan. Yay. And look, look what happened. Now. All right, let's wrap up the news. We got one last story here, video game related. Is Ultimate Tenkaichi going to be the name for the upcoming game? We were talking about Namka Bandai's survey that they were passing around. We talked about that last week on the show? Yeah, I think we did. Yes. You and I were talking about that. Uh, they were passing around a survey with five potential names for what we can only assume is Game Project Age 2011, the new fighting game developed by Spike for the PS3 and 360, coming out probably in November. They said the fall on the, the regular yearly schedule. Well, Play.com has a new listing up for Ultimate Tenkaichi, which indeed was one of the names on the survey. And I think you and I agree that that was probably the best of the five. That's the one I think I voted for. The listing there has got a new description to go along with the game and they have a promo image. It's it's the main promo shot of Game Project Age 2011. So it's definitely that game. And it's listed for uh, November 1st in Europe. We'll keep our eye on it but this seems to be confirmation that at least outside japan the game is going to be called ultimate tenka ichi going with that tenka ichi brand yeah i'm i am curious to see if that's going to be only international or if that's going to be worldwide yeah 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 i'm really curious with this game all the promo text that's been going along with it so far and you'll see it in this play.com listing is original japanese voices maybe it says voiceover and music now we've since learned that the raging blast games had replacement scores outside of japan so i I'm really on the fence here. Like, do I just import the Japanese version this year or do I wait for the American release? And if they're released near simultaneously, well, by the time my Japanese version ships, I'll probably already be playing the North American version. And where am I going to get confirmation on what the score is between the two games? I guess I'll just get them both, right? I mean, that's a logical thing to do for Mike. Well, for you, yeah, it's logical. Damn it. <laughs> You're supposed to put up some resistance here so I don't spend the, what, $85 on the Japanese release? I'm going to do it anyway. I know you will. I'm, t- I'm not going to waste my time. <laughs> You're not even going to bother trying to talk me out of it, Heath. Oh, come on, Mike. How long have we been doing this? <laughs> this is why you're my friend, because you don't talk me out of these purchases. <laughs> oh, man, that wraps up the news for this week. It has been a pretty crazy week with news stories up and down. And it feels like every day we get little extra bits that tack on to whatever one little story is. I want another week of no news so we can concentrate on topic stuff. We've had a couple of those, but it's surprising Kai ended and we've had weeks and weeks of news. I so. think we're going to see that for a little bit, even though Kai is ending. We're still trailing off of that with whatever merchandise and stuff had been planned and was in the work. So I think it'll kind of wean itself off. And they're just going to make Oishi, she's going to re-release all 42 (laughs) Tonkabon and just in deformed style. Yep. And yep. They're going to run her into the ground. Poor lady. I'm sure they she doesn't will. know what she's got. And Toriyama is just like, sure, I'll supervise. Are you going to pay me? <laughs> yeah, that looks good. Supervision yeah, credits that looks just good. money. Oh, yeah. All right, dude, you are going to leave for a little bit. And when you rejoin me, we're going <laughs> to we're gonna do one release. All right. Sounds good. Joining me to talk about the summer convention season and our predictions, really from Funimation, our buddy Mark, our generous media host, and the dude guy from Fanboy Review. Welcome to the show, man. Glad to be back. It's always good to have you because I feel uh, kind of obligated to invite you on the show every once in a while, but I mean, it's industry stuff as well, so I figure it's a pretty good fit, right? I mean... Yeah, that tends to be my odd little niche here. <laughs> You're a one-note guy, whether whether you know it or not. You've been forced into this, into this position. All right, let's talk about... Uh, we have summer conventions coming up, and these are always the big ones in the U.S. Anime Expo and Oticon in particular. There are some other ones. I know ASEN was 
was uh, recently, I think. But any big announcements from the domestic anime industry typically come out of AX or Otakon. And we've had some pretty good surprise announcements over the last couple of years. Really, it was 2009. We knew about it going into it, but the Dragon Ball TV series, the Blue Bricks, the remastered version was announced at AX in July 09. And then the big one for us, the DBZ Dragon Box sets were announced in later that month as well at Otakon. So I know we did a show last year. We talked about our predictions for the summer con season and we did a follow up later on. Last year was pretty uneventful for Dragon Ball. I mean, we had Kai announced earlier in the year, so we knew it, but it's been kind of steady as she goes this last year, right? Yeah, it's just been ongoing what we've had before then. Well, I think then uh, 2011 into 12 is going to mirror 2009 a little bit more than it did 2010 because we have some releases that are ongoing, a couple coming to a close, and maybe we can do a little half-year predictions about what we think Funimation is going to do. So I guess uh, with AX and just like I said, less than a week and Otakon about a month, let's, uh, let's break down some of the outstanding things that could potentially still be released, talking about stuff that has never come out in North America before, or maybe some re-releases that could be coming out. Just mentioned it, but Dragon Ball Kai will likely have another two sets to go on that. So that takes Funimation into 2012. Mark, what do you think? What's next for Kai? Is there anything to announce about it this year at all? Um, I don't think there'd be anything for Funimation to announce first. Let's go with that. <laughs> okay. I, I, d I don't think it's going to be the s surprise that people seem to be expecting. Because a few people seem to be expecting that Funimation will just announce that. Well, hold on. I know where you're going. We're going to talk yeah. about that in a little bit. So Okay. All right. Let, let's say 1 through 97 plus bonus 98. Funimation's got nothing to say about it this summer. The only thing I could imagine they'd have anything to say is that is basically if you want the music as it exists on the Blu-rays and DVDs now, you better go get go it get quickly. Them. I think that that's makes the, sense. That's the only thing I could imagine being said about that specific grouping of episodes. Yeah. I know Heath and I were talking about this a little bit, but one through four that exists right now, that's got the Kenji Yamamoto Japanese TV broadcast score. Volume five onward from Funimation has the replacement Shinsuke Kikuchi score. Mark, do you think they'll go back and you were kind of hinting at it there. Do you think they'll go back and redo one through four? I was more saying if they were going to, you'd probably hear something sooner rather than later. Okay. I, I think what to look at though is the fact that Toei hasn't done anything about that they basically admitted to it and then that was basically it as far yeah, as they yeah. were concerned i gotta say you said toei yeah i i'm always bad at pronouncing <laughs> and we'll toe point eye, it out every time but as long as we do that i think people are okay with it all right so i guess we get nothing for kai for right now though we'll revisit it in a second right yeah okay uh, let's talk about the Dragon Box sets. We've got the last one for DBZ due out in September. If you go back to that original press release from July 2009, it noted they had the movies. They have not said a lot about it since then, so we know they're going to finish out the Dragon Boxes for Z. Are we going to hear about Dragon Box the movies this summer? I don't know. <laughs> it, it, it's one of those that's iffy because if they were to announce it, that's kind of a big announcement, maybe bigger from a marketing point than, say, even the Dragon Boxes in the first place. Really? You think uh, uh, Dragon Box the movies? Bigger than... Well, what's going to sell better? The $50, $60 sets or the movies that you can pump out for $15? You think you think they would do them individually as opposed to maybe two sets? I could see them doing them in sets first, but I can't see them not doing it to at least as a re-release where someone could walk in and 
get it off the shelf without a thought. Mm, okay. Because, I mean, the Japanese release was similar with uh, all the sets. They had these sets at first, and then they went through and did individual releases of everything. In Japan, it was one movie per disc. I don't think that's going to fly in the U.S. anymore. I mean, even Funimation moved to double features for movies for single discs. Yeah, but that they weren't exactly the best discs. They were the best dis- discs we had at the time. Right. I'm not necessarily saying they'd be purely singles, but it would be something that can be thrown on the shelf so that if the if a kid wanders over and picks it up, the parent will just get it for them. Well, I mean, even if you look at the bricks they've put out, the orange bricks for Z, the green bricks for GT, the blue bricks for the original TV series, those came out at a decent enough price. I wouldn't say they were impulse purchases, but when they get sub 30 bucks, it's close. You don't think Dragon Box the movies could, could hit something in that area? That was still a new release to an extent. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Particularly they weren't, for they, the... They, especially the early episodes, especially for yeah. the younger fans, they don't have those DVDs, VHSs. They don't have those copies at all. Right. Movies, we've got several releases of. Yeah, so. here it's something a kid may already have. A kid may be aware of their better quality, which they may or may not know. The parent's not going to care if it's, you know, let's say 30 bucks for three movies. Right. You might be able to get them for two movies for 20 but it has to be at that price where the parent can basically just ignore that it exists in the first place. Yeah, so we get a very non-committal answer from you on this one. Uh, the truth is, I just we don't know. know enough about how these sets have done to even yeah. know if, if they want to go to the effort to do more of them. Well, that's the thing. They've been very coy about not really saying anything about what their plans may be. So they may not. The know. truth is, they may not know. Yeah. They, they may have thought they had the films and <laughs> they could be Funimation's had a lot of waiting for rights issue waiting for material issues the last year or so where studios just haven't been sending stuff as quickly as they could or stuff showed up and there's issues with it. There's stuff most of the stuff they announced last year at AX isn't out yet because of materials issues. <laughs> That's a good point. There's some craziness there. Alright, so we'll leave the movies at I guess a fifty fifty shot. Fifty fifty that they'll release it. I don't think it'd be announced at AX. Okay. I think if if it's announced it'll be at Otacon. Okay. If. I mean, that's about a little over, a, somewhere around a month's difference. That's some a- AX is more the throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, jumping off that then, we've got Z finishing. We've got the movies up in the air. Do you think the time is right to start talking about Dragon Boxes for either the original series or GT? And let me put it in perspective here. The blue bricks for the first series finished in July 2010. The green bricks for GT, those came out the end of 08 into 2009. Those were repackaged as a complete series in September 2010, so less than a year ago. I don't think we're going to hear anything about Dragon Boxes for either of these, do you? No. I think if we're going to see these, it's going to perhaps hedge on non-Z-related series and how they've done. I I think everyone needs to sort of watch how, say, the new Yu Yu Hakusho release is doing for that. I just don't think they equate Dragon Ball with Dragon Ball Z sales-wise. Yeah, yeah, that's a fair point. Although it's a little bit of a difference because Yu Yu Hakusho is native Blu-ray as opposed to the Dragon Boxes. Yeah, but that still is something that's been re-released time after time after time. It has, yeah, yeah. Very true. If if they if they go, this is the best Dragon Ball we can possibly get. It's mm-hmm. not on Blu-ray, but it's the best we can do. That sort of equates sales, at least the way fans would react to it, largely the same as a Yu Hakusho on Blu-ray. All right. I think. I think that's what needs to be watched. Is how shows like that do. Shows that have already been 
released time oh, after time after. Yeah. Okay. So for this, this is uh, we got to wait and see on this. We're not going to hear anything this year at all. Let's jump into some stuff that uh, has never been released before or has in weird ways. First one, we got to mention it again. Hey, uh, Son Goku and Friends Return, the 2008 Jump Super Animator special. Here we are in 2011. This still has not been released. Mark, I'm going to go on record. 100% this is coming out this year from Funimation and they will announce it at one of the two major conventions this summer. What do you think? <laughs> I think they would love nothing more than to do that. <laughs> but you have to give me a real answer. I'm inclined to say no, if only because the releases of stuff that the manga companies own thus far. Right, right. We've talked about that. It's a Shueisha production. Yeah, I can think of basically one release thus far based on any of these manga exclusive uh, well this one isn't didn't come with a manga but it's the same basic theory there yeah and what what is that what's the equivalent of uh, um there was uh, i think it was a uh, subasa okay there was a manga based production because this yeah. was at jump fest and jump is obviously the manga it was a shui yeah. production and i can only think of one jump one or two jump fest releases that have ever come out let me ask you, have, have any of the Bleach ones come out? Because I know those exist as well. As far as I know, no. The only one I can think of, I think a Naruto one came out. Okay, did you just say Naruto on my show? You're, you're banned forever. Banned! All right, so we're in disagreement here. I like that. I'm totally 100% your... <laughs> Probably not, though there is minor precedent, but most likely not. There's minor precedent, and if there's an exception to be made, it would be here because... It's Dragon Ball. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. This isn't you know one-off special that came with a manga that has sort of done well, or they think they might. This is a theoretical. They could market this as the first new movie. Yeah, yeah, and that is exactly what they'll do. This isn't just you know a, another episode of Negima. Right. This is the after Dragon Ball Z, but it's no you know crazy stuff that people ne didn't necessarily like from GT. This is. After Z, this is what people want. If there's a way for Funimation to get it, they will. All right. That's, again, sort of an answer, non-committal form. You got to give me something. All right, let's move on. Plan to eradicate the super science. This was the special included on Raging Blast 2. The video game for PS3 and 360 came out the end of last year. It was in Japanese, subtitled only on the game disc. Which I think was my guess. Yes, yes. We were talking about that ahead of time. Um, here we are, the next year i'm sure funimation would love to get their hands on it is this something they will announce as having gotten and uh coming out bilingual of course i i'd say they'd probably want to do the other one first okay so if there's going to be a bidding war it, it, between it, the it's, two. it's 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 sort of the strange oddity of if they get it first yeah, we'll hear about it first. Okay, but you think of the two, they're going after the jump special first. I have to imagine they're going after that one first, if only because it's new. It's it's hard to, because this isn't exactly old because most people haven't seen it in the first place. Right, it's weird because it's 2008, so it's an older production than Plan to Eradicate the Super Science, but but that's based off of an older production from 1993, so it's weird. But not only that, art-wise, this one's probably, they could probably do more with it marketing-wise because it looks newer. It, it has that more bold color that tends to be used more in the shows today. Very interesting. So do you think we'll 
You got to give me an answer. Are we going to hear an announcement about it? I'm going to say no. No. All right. You're leaning more toward the jump special. I think Bandai, Bandai, however it's pronounced, probably, I have to imagine they at least have a year of exclusivity or something for it. Because That's a fair they, point. Yeah. They, they clearly paid to have it made and put on the disc to the extent that we even got it, which we never get that kind of thing. Well, hold on. Even if there's, let's say, the default year exclusivity, if Funimation announces it in the summer, it still doesn't have to come out until the end of the year. So we can look at a holiday release and that would be over a year. Nah, if it's a year exclusivity, though... They won't even talk about it. Well, yeah, because the game's technically really only been out, what, seven months, eight months? Right, right. But at this point, I mean, I couldn't even find the the disc on store shelves the week it came out. You're not going to find it on shelves anymore. It's not doing anything for them at this point. Yeah, but I still don't... If there is exclusivity, which is sort of just me theorizing the first point, Mm -hmm. I can't imagine less than a year later them happy if someone else... You don't need to find the game anymore. Right. You just, right. yeah. You know what? I'm going to go completely against you. I am saying double feature release, Jump Super Anime Tour Special, and plan to eradicate the Super Science Blu-ray bilingual later this year from Funimation. <laughs> I, I uh, no. <laughs> I also live in a dream world. However, <laughs> this is my prediction. I, I'd love nothing more than that. If, if... They I think did a we double predicted feature. this last year, too. If they did a double feature, it would be DVD. Okay. I just don't see them getting... They had the film stock for the movies for Blu-ray. Right. They, they yes, didn't they necessarily did. need anything from anyone to do that. Right, right. I cannot see them getting this before it's in Japan. Yeah, they're par- yeah. They're, par- they're paranoid about importation to the extent that... It doesn't even make sense logically how paranoid they are about it. All right, fine. I I concede from Blu-ray, double feature on DVD. All right. I got to toss this one out there as well. Do you think we will ever see the original plan to eradicate the science? Is Funimation going to announce this? Is this the the black sheep announcement? I I think this is the kind of thing where if Super Saiyans gets its own release, Mm -hmm. Funimation would love nothing more than to have this on as a subtitled only... A subtitled only extra that they don't have to pay to dub, and but they can go. There's literally a lost, never you know, rarely seen version oh, of the movie you're gonna will watch. Totally get lost movie if this is on. Yes, there. where it's literally the new movie is based on a film from almost 20 years ago that no one has seen, and we're including it on the disc for free. Yeah, it's a great way to market it. That that's awesome marketing. I, I can't imagine they'd pay to dub it. No, unless they plan to do it. On its own, and I just don't see that happening. No, I I don't think they would pay to dub this if they're going to dub the new one as well. They would put the marketing effort behind the one that looks good. This would be the crazy extra that you are getting a second movie for free, and the new movie's a remake of it, and no one's seen the old film. That's That writes itself as far as marketing goes. Someone hire this guy. All right, the last question. This is what we were hinting at earlier. Funimation, they're back to being a privately held company. They have squarely moved into the world of co-production. We've got Dragon Age. We've got Mass Effect on the horizon. The big question, Mark, is Funimation going to co-produce an extension of Dragon Ball Kai? Is Funimation getting behind the Majin Buu story arc? <laughs> I think if the uh, God, I don't even know where to start on this one. <laughs> I, I'm sure they want it. You you cannot start every answer with "I'm sure they would love it." Of course they would. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair enough. I'm I'm inclined to say 
if they were approached. All right. Were they approached? I don't even know where to start. This is just, it's such a complicated one that gets into co-productions and what that means as far as rights go. Yeah, yeah. And and the fact that there's been plenty of R1 co-productions before, and I'm pretty sure Funimation's been involved with some of them. Uh, yes, almost all of them at this point. The, uh, God, this is really, this is more complicated than I thought it was right, going so, to be so talk about. Forget about breaking it down. Give me a yes or no. Is this something they're going to announce at either AX or Otakon? No. No? All right. No. I, I they, agree they have they, they have no reason to announce it there because you don't announce news that involves anything negative at those kind of events That's unless a fair you have point, to because that would say hey this series failed yeah we're getting behind it continue it the best case for Funimation is that they co-produce or they pay or it's being made already in Japan we just don't know about it and it is and their best case scenario is this is it just going to slide into the time slot in Nickelodeon with no one no, right, right. With, with the only people noticing are us. Right, with Funimation production credit listed in the end credits there. Like, hey, wait a minute. I, I just don't see them spending time to go, yeah, you know how Dragon Ball Kai, how sales went crappy in Japan and it just stopped partway through? We're going to do the next 40 episodes of the arc that almost no one bought in the first place anyways. Is there anything else to talk about? I mean, I think that sums up what releases are ongoing and all the extraneous stuff, right? Did we even mention the GT Dragon Box at all, or did we skip over that? We we, we talked about it with uh, you know post movies. Would they touch either of the other series? I don't I don't think they would because like we were talking about, it's the uh, repackage of the Green Bricks was so yeah. recent. They're foc- they're going to focus on Z. What sells the most for now? Yeah, I think even so, that'd be come after Dragon Ball, which we did discuss. Right, right. I'm going to make my biggest, wildest prediction that has nothing to do with Dragon Ball. All right. Sailor Moon? No, I, I think they would say, I think that'd be like a Comic-Con announcement. That'd be some sort of crazy major, because that technically goes beyond the anime audience. It does, you're right. I think the crazy big announcement, I think they're going to get all of Digimon. Ooh, all right. Because, you know, you do come from Digimon fandom as well as Dragon Ball. And I I have nothing to suggest this. I'm just guessing because, as far as I know, Disney doesn't have the first four seasons anymore. Saban's old license is gone. Toei did their crazy attempt at season five because... Every three or four years, they have to they try to break in. They have to try to break into the American market and fail horribly. Right. So they, I think they aren't going to try again. I think Funimation wants something more in the toyetic vein of a Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. Which yeah, is market it. Which has its legal stuff. I think <laughs> That's a new, another disaster. Yeah. I, I think they're going to try to go after Digimon because no one else is there to get it, and that's a show that they. I think they could market the hell out of that, especially if they could get it on. Nicktoons or somewhere. Right. That's a show that, I mean, me in particular, a lot of other fans don't pay any attention to, but that did really damn well in the past, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, really well, to the point that most people don't know it beat Pokemon a few times. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of crazy to me. But that that's my guess. That's my crate is that at some point we're going to hear that this summer. All right, you're saying Digimon. I'm saying Sailor Moon. I agree with you that maybe non-anime convention. Ugh, Comic-Con, I don't know. Maybe it would get lost in Comic-Con. So I'm yeah, gonna say, that I'm going to say they're going to announce it AX. Sailor Moon, Funimation, AX. Yeah, that, that could be an AX or Otakon. That was being shopped around at Licensing Expo. Oh, it sure was. It was. Italy's got it. Definitely can. Oh, no, no. I mean, Licensing Expo is in a week ago in the United States. In the United States? Oh. It was was at the booth. Damn. All right. It's coming. You heard it It, here first. Yeah, it's coming. It's a matter of who... How the hell is it pronounced? Toei. You got it. You got it. This could be the... 
every three or four years, they stupidly decide to do something on their own and somehow screw the pooch. Yeah. Because I don't see how they could screw the pooch on this one. I don't see how it's possible, at least sales-wise. We did for- we did forget one possible prediction. All right, what do you got? There is one. If there is going to be an AX Dragon Ball announcement, uh-huh. I think it could be the return of the Orange Bricks. You think are we gonna hear a Blu-ray? I know at some point a couple and we talked about this years ago. I know for a fact someone at Funimation was looking at this as being not necessarily being worked on, but being looked at at that point. Technical guys, as in this is gonna happen soon. We need to look at it. They fit. They've got in Blu-rays. They sell right. The Orange Bricks are back to being the main release. You know they're up on Hulu. Yep. Yep. Fair point. The the Dragon Box is the special release for us. It is not the release that they can throw on discs and sell cheaply. And w- since no one knows how much longer, I don't know how much longer the show will be marketable, especially when once Kai ends. Well, that's the thing. Kai has kind of replaced Z proper for now. For now, the release en- ends soon enough. Yeah. Yeah. And then what do they do? Yeah. They they've kept that cycle going where there's almost always something new coming out i think they're gonna do a lovely cycle of right now they're marketing the less filler all action then they're gonna market the completely classic. uncut everything you remember the classic version indeed yep so, i mean i've been pretty negative about the orange bricks but let's be honest they may even go back and rescan it again just to do it right I don't know. All right, we got to wrap this up. I think Orange Bricks goes beyond this summer. We'll have to talk about it. Oh, I I think I I wouldn't be surprised if there's a mention of it. Not necessarily a we're doing it, but... Mark, don't do this. My heart can't take it. You can't do this to me. Um, I'll talk to you again in August then, I guess. Yep. All right, later. So, Heath, we have one last thing coming out this month here in June. It's due out on the 28th. It's a Tuesday. A lot of people already have it. This is... Dragon Ball Z Kai Part 5 and since there's only one release I guess I'll introduce it and you can give me the specs we can attempt to balance it out okay fair enough of course you can get this on either Blu-ray or DVD but you might as well get Blu-ray because half the time it's super cheap and especially in this case as you're about to find out uh, this will contain Kai episodes 53 through 65 both releases will be in a standard 4.3 for you know Blu-ray or DVD MSRP is $34.98 on Blu-ray and $29.98 on Dave Day the Blu-ray however is only $18.99 at Amazon in comparison to its DVD which is $17.99 at Amazon so hey you spend an extra dollar and you get more awesomeness or you could go to write stuff and you can pick up the Blu-ray for $26.24 or the DVD for $22.49 and Amazon's has some great prices we didn't talk about it up at the top of the show but uh, Funimation recently had a little series of golden box deals over on Amazon yeah. and Kai part 4 was one later in the day and I believe it was $13.49 for part 4 it's like well it's insane I own one through three four is the last one they're releasing that will have the yamamoto score because we already have it confirmed that part five has the replacement score i guess i should own it to have the broadcast versions i suppose yeah 13 bucks i'm like what the fuck throw it in my cart i think it was just this morning or maybe it was the other day but mark actually posted on twitter how he had been on Amazon, and for the first time, we actually have domestic, legit releases from Funimation that are cheaper 
than buying the bootleg. I know. <laughs> Isn't Which that is crazy? just insane. Love it. Absolutely love it. That's the way you God, can God, where's 1990s Heath? He'd be crapping his <laughs> pants. I know, I know. That's the only release that's coming out the rest of June, and we're closing in on the end of the month, so maybe we'll just forget about it. Uh, for the rest of the month, we'll pick up in July with a new slew of things. Let's go do some emails. Mr. Heath, sir, could you read the first one from Nolan? Our first email comes from our buddy Nolan, who says, Hello to everyone on the Daizenshu EX podcast team. When I got the news about both releases of Dragon Box 7 and Dragon Ball Z Kai Part 6 on September 13th, I was pretty excited about Funimation releasing both these products on my birthday. Happy birthday, Nolan. But this about the unaired 98th Kai episode. Since there was discussion on some of the podcast episodes on the Japanese release having it as a bonus, I was wondering what your opinion was on how Funimation will probably treat this episode when it's released on DVD and Blu-ray here in North America. Heath, I think it's going to be pretty much a non-issue. I would just assume they're yeah. going to slap it on the last set and they'll call it episode 98. They won't make a distinction. Although, I don't know, because the way the episode 97 wrapped up on the Japanese broadcast felt very final. So maybe they will call it a bonus episode, but no matter what they categorize it as, I think it'll be slapped on there, right? I'm pretty sure it'll be on there, and I'm pretty confident that it'll actually be just episode 98 yeah i think it's gonna air on on tv i don't think they're gonna make some big hadoo about it yeah yeah I because agree. unless you've been following the japanese side of things you don't know that things were delayed by an earthquake and you know all that stuff so i i don't know if they want to bring all that back up and instead just say hey here's 98th and final episode yeah i've talked myself in and out of it both ways i think what you say makes a lot of sense because it'll probably just yeah. be there and they won't but get then again the we're dealing with funimation who you know really knows how to pimp things so yeah so who the hell knows but non-issues the only it way will be on time. there i think we're confident yeah. we can both say it will be on there yeah so hooray on that all right let me read uh an email here from a cory that's not our buddy cory but a different our buddy cory that writes in and i'm just going to paraphrase the email i wanted to toss it out there because well cory wrote in and he wants an answer to his question so we should probably give it to him but i want to put it out there as a reminder to a lot of folks that i mean you listen to the show week in week out maybe been following us for quite a few years. I mean, Daizen Shui X has been around since 98, Constantine since 2005. You know the ins and outs of the fandom, what we've all been through. A lot of folks that, I don't know how to describe it, not as hardcore isn't the right way, but haven't been as hardcore as long of a time. The question is still out there of, do I buy the orange bricks or do I buy the dragon boxes? And what I think is significant from Corey here is that he lives in Australia and he's been watching the series says since he was seven when he saw it on, uh, he says, our local morning cartoon show back in 2000. And he was watching it through the Funimation dub. And over time, he's been transitioning a little bit over into the original Japanese version. And he's having a lot of fun watching it that way. But he wants to know, should he get the orange bricks that Funimation put out? Those were the faux remastered sets. Was that 07 to 09 those came out? Mm, yeah, I believe so. I think so, because then they announced the Dragon Boxes. I think it was two months after Orange Brick 9 came out, the Dragon Boxes were announced yep. for that year. So that time frame feels right. There's still the question, which one do I buy? Now, if you have been listening to our show, you know what our answer is going to be at this point, right? Heath, drum roll. A drum roll Dragon Box. I don't know. Can, is there anything else to say? I mean, it's the proper presentation um, defaults to Japanese. Steve did the subtitles on it. It's how we always wanted it. The end. I think just depends on what you're looking for. It really does. If you don't care about that stuff, then, you know, the dragon boxes aren't for you. 
really. But if you want it, nobody's going to stop you. In fact, I would encourage you to get them. But I've seen this tossed out there a lot is the, the price comparison. Man, the orange bricks are really cheap. And yeah, I've seen a lot of them dip as low as 13 bucks. So considering the episode count, that that is a pretty good savings. At the same time, the Dragon Boxes have seen some really great sales. I think Corey's looking at importing from Amazon US here anyway. I've seen some Dragon Boxes hit 25 bucks over there. And the episode count on yeah. those, I mean, even at 30 bucks, you're still looking at a great episode per dollar ratio. And it's the price presentation that we are adamantly going to recommend to you so well i can tell you that the reason one is cheaper is well you look at the remastering of one compared to the remastering <laughs> of other right. and uh one was done much better and was more expensive to do hence it's going to be a little more expensive to buy that box but at the same time sometimes you're, you're talking like ten dollars so you know it's not a huge leap of hey this box is you know 150 bucks and this one's 20 what should i buy i mean uh they're both complete sets so in that sense it's somewhat of a hard comparison, but we like to stick to the original, the 4.3, and I think the quality is just a lot better. It is. That's our answer. Go with the Dragon Boxes, Corey. Uh, I would say you definitely won't regret it, but I can never tell with folks, so I'll just say, do it for us. Because you want to support Taizen Chewy X, right? And you can do that by supporting the Dragon Boxes? Sure. I don't know. I think we have endorsed them enough. <laughs> Can you believe we're so heavily endorsing a Funimation release of uh, of the series? Mike from 1998 would just, his mind would have been exploded all over the streets at this point. Well, until he saw what the release was. And then his mind would really explode. He wouldn't understand. Completely unable to comprehend what he was what he would be looking at. I hear you. Little Mike. He was so cute. All right, folks, you have wasn't he? You have questions, comments, all that good stuff. Send it on in the email to the show here. Podcast at dizex.com. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T at D-A-I-Z-E-X dot com. You can catch us on Twitter at DizeX for news, site announcements, and all that jazz. You can also send some questions that way. And then there's also Facebook, Facebook.com slash DizeX. Easy to find us. Type DizeX somewhere. We'll come up. So Heath, that's a show. That is a show. I'm really glad you could join me. I'm really upset that Julian could not join us. Uh, I was going back and forth with him a little bit, getting translations on some of the news and all that stuff. And him and I were trying to iron out a time to record, but just... When, when he's in Japan, as he has been for the last couple of years, these time zones, man, they're killer. And the only time that was going to work just was not going to work. So unfortunately, Julian could not join us this week. I really hope he'll join us next week. We'll try to iron out a good time for... What I hope is a manga review volume 40. I, I promise it, but we'll see what happens. Time will tell. Time will tell. Heath, why don't you toss it out there? Kan Zen Tai. There are two N's. K-A-N-Z-E-N-T-A-I dot com. You can find myself and my cohort, Jake Herms, there. Uh, we have news. We have content. We have stuff. We have awesome stuff. And then we just have other stuff that you just don't find anywhere else. So it's a lot of stuff, but it's awesome. Kazentai, your number one source for Dragon Ball stuff and junk and stuff. Yep, basically. New tagline. Write it. You're done. Forget about oh, this perfection yeah. we have, stuff. We have so many late night conversations of, oh, that's our new motto. <laughs> I think we're up to like a million. So, Do you have a text file somewhere? I really should have over the years. Oh, man. Can you go through the history of Skype? We should just, you <laughs> just know, do that. Go find those. All right. It was, uh, like I said, great to have you. We'll definitely see you again some point in the near future. I hope so. If I survive, you, you may not know it, but 
but this whole time we've been recording, there's a hell of a thunderstorm going on outside, oh, and we're actually in a tornado watch. So <laughs> if no one hears from me in the next couple of oh, days, oh god, stop goodbye. save and upload. <laughs> <laughs> we might lose power. All right, like I said, great having you. We'll talk to you soon. All right, sounds good. So for uh, Heath over there, for Mary off in the distance, for Julian off in the distance. My name is Mike and Jake. And Jake, I guess we should say hi to Jake too. We're gonna have Jake on again at some point in the near future. Oh, we will. I have so many topics that I need to just sit him down and have him talk for an hour. Good luck. (laughs) For all these guys, my name is Mike Vegito EX. We will see you next week here on the podcast for episode 263. Once again, I say, guys and gals, have a fantastic week. We'll check you later.